Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I did do a little Google search to see if Adele and Tom Jones have ever worked together on a project. The answer is surprisingly no, but I'm hopeful that someday they will. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. How's it going? Fabulous. So the question is, what's your favorite fancy dessert uh, from your childhood? When you were a kiddo, what when you when they pulled that fancy dessert out, you were like, it must be a big day. Six five one six four. Oh my god! Day. What did you think? I said? Well, Holly and I both heard it, and it wasn't day, but it did start with a D. That's <laughs> a big day. Six John Dillermont. <laughs> we do have a caller on the line. Thank God. Who do we have? Uh, Amira's been waiting. Hello, Amira. What is that fancy dessert that you thought was real fancy when you were a child? Hi, Amira. Oh, hi. What was that dessert that was really fancy when you were a kid? It was strawberry shortcake. Oh, yeah. Oh, any particular kind? Like, just like anytime someone would serve strawberry shortcake, you thought it was fancy? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. And it used to be on menus in the 90s, but I have not seen it on a menu. Which is so rude because it's all creme brulee in this world. Which is so dumb. No, give us some strawberry shortcake. I'm with you. It's just delicious and it satisfies. Thank you for your call, Amira. I used to go to a place that doesn't exist anymore, but I think the restaurant is still there. Eden Avenue Grill over on, Mm -hmm. what is that? It's like Eden Avenue. Highway 100 and Eden Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's called now, but they used to always in the summertime make fresh, like whatever strawberry season, they would make fresh strawberry shortcake. It was so good. Oh, yum. It is still called Eden Avenue Grill. Oh, okay. And it's, uh, no, no, I lied. It's called the Hilltop now. If it's the same peeps behind the scenes, um, great food. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. And if not, we don't know. Can I tell you why we're asking this question? I wish you because would. I've got some exciting news for children of the 90s and 80s too cuz I actually remember this when I was a kid and let's be real we were mostly kids in the 80s. Vianetta mm. is on its way back to freezer aisles 30 years after it first debuted. How excited are you? It's actually more than 30 years. But anyway, um, so apparently, Good Humor has announced that after 30 years, the beloved Vianetta is returning to the dessert aisle, along with a ton of other new frozen things. Um, but 
Viennetta's that sort of like ribbon ice cream with like a, a crackly chocolate layer, right? Like, does it okay? Because I'm having a hard time conjuring up Viennetta in my mind because it yeah. wasn't something that we typically had at yeah. my house when I was growing up. I do, I remember the video or the videos, the commercials. Viennetta. And I remember watching them and being like, I want to eat that stuff, but we just didn't, it wasn't something we did. Does it taste at all like a Dairy Queen birthday cake? I mean, I wouldn't go that far. It's it's really like thin layers of chocolate that are okay. kind of crispy. It's like crispy when you, when you like bite through it. It's that sort of soft serve ice cream that's been frozen. It does look with sort of magic shelly. Uh, layers so that you magic kinda... Shelley magic Shelley <laughs> magic Shelley long does no. she know John Dillermond <laughs> no but you like you'd uh, you know when you put your spoon into it it would like the chocolate mm. would crack a little mm-hmm. bit um, and it was you know again super fancy for the 80s and 90s um, yeah that's what that's why we're talking when about do we it. get our Vianetta back well, according to this particular story, Good Humor has announced that it's coming back. As for a day, it just says 2021. That's this year. We're there. Yeah, no, so but any I minute what I'm now. saying is I don't know when in okay, 2021. That's fine. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You know what? What? I would like to do a little on-air production so that we end our conversation in a minute and a half for a very important emergency announcement. In as much as we just have to do our tests and we do our things. Understood, understood. Yeah, and you know, it's Uh, now today. That's fine. We are going to do a test. uh, We're going to do our things. um, And we are going to wrap this conversation up and just tell everybody Vianetta is coming. Get ready for it. It's going to be here (laughs) in 2021. Uh, and when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're going to get back to Kim Ye, Kim and Kanye Oof. and this imminent divorce. Mm. There's more to say. We'll talk about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Good time to talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Hello. Um,. So what's going on with Kimye? Anything? Um, no, not really. Why do you ask? I don't know. I just was wondering because, like, I don't. We haven't checked in with them in so long. Actually, I'm totally being facetious. Mm-mm. Yes, what? or yes, facetious. Um, exclusive. Kanye West presidential run was the final straw for Kim. Okay, so page six is saying that they are exclusively revealing. That the couple is heading for divorce because Kanye West ran for president, which in and of itself was a little bizarre and beyond the normal expectation of things, right? Right. But according to the source, quote, Kim uh, realized after he made his, quote, bizarre presidential campaign bid that she needed to end the marriage for the sake of her kids and her own sanity. Now. I don't know what really led to Kim Kardashian and Kanye West breaking up, if indeed they actually have right, or are planning it. Still have not had any kind of confirmation. But if I were to go down that road for some reason, I don't know that if you put a proverbial squirt gun uh, in my direction, that I would have picked Kanye's presidential run as the reason... Mm-hmm. Or the straw that broke the uh, camel's hump back. 
Um, Meaning, I think there are so many like other reasons that right. probably um, caused this, and that just seems like a like that's just a, like a tabloid excuse, it right? It does feel a little bit arbitrary, but the but the piece of it that that actually calls out to me, mm-hmm. um, because everybody says it's the presidential run that it, that was the problem, but I actually wonder if what they mean but aren't saying was that odd rally he held. Do you remember that? Well, he was like crying. Yeah, and he disclosed some. Uh, oh, and he talked about Harriet Tubman. And he talked about her pregnancy with North. Yeah. And I think, I wonder if that's like, you know how tabloids do this thing where they kind of talk around stuff. I wonder if that's what they really are trying to report but around. Why, why wouldn't you just, uh, that, I don't know. What I'm saying is somebody's trying to throw us off the scent. Right. Or create a narrative in our heads that suits their own particular interests. Well, because I also don't think it's ever that easy. And we talk about this all the yeah, time when celebrities break up. It's, you know, people always want to have a story or a reason yeah. why it happened. And in there is no breakup where there's one easy story. Yeah. there's It's usually a, a chain of events. Well, just like anything in your yeah. life. Yeah. Like, you know, your mom... Um, not your mom, but like a mom, a mom of a person, of a person, or like your friend who's like, ah, oh, you know, Jack and I are gonna go our separate ways. He right. cheated on me. He's a horrible person. Oh, that Jack, he's horrible. Did you know he cheated on her? Yeah. Well, what you didn't know is that she had been, you know, putting ground glass in his uh, Greek tab. salad. Oh, sorry. Tab. <laughs> his tab. I don't know. <laughs> um. You know, and was slowly killing him over 10 years. I mean, there's always more to the story. Right. Right. But you know what? They're going to always, and all celebrities are going to craft a story that feels acceptable to the general public so that when you're all sitting around eating your salad without ground glass, mm-hmm. that you will have the narrative to talk around. Yeah. And which just like this is a broader topic for another day, but that's why we need to stop relying on tabloids to tell us anything Mm -hmm. they can tell us things but you have to do it through like translation you have to like read the tea leaves you have to like do the math right like it's like an investigative forensics right analysis like you can't just look at the tabloid and be like oh that's what happened because that's never what that's never how it works no that's just the story they want you to know yeah like if only if only there was some sort of actual journalism happening around most celebrity stories, but people just don't care that much. No. So, um, in addition to that story about like it was the presidential run, also I think there's this really uh, uncomfortable narrative, which is like, uh, and I'm not saying this. I'm saying I think this is the narrative that tabloids are pushing that Kanye is quote unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why Kim is leaving him because he's, you know, and I just don't think that's a healthy um, way to frame this. If indeed their marriage is imploding well, or and, has come to an end. And that's one of the things that I'm like, I listen carefully for to hear if that's Chris Jenner's voice trying to push that narrative yeah which i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be either but i think that is so despicable she's called her daughters i mean like or she's framed her daughters as sexually promiscuous and her son fat so like Mm -hmm. this woman cannot be trusted to give us 
healthy narratives. Do you ever think, like, I don't know, I would love to have a therapist (laughs) just sit down with the Kardashians uninterrupted for a very long time and really get down to the like nitty gritty about what is toxic about their relationship. Yeah. Because uh, truly, truly, and I mean this very honestly, like imagine if you lived in a world where your mom was your pimp. Because that's. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially what's going on there. And, and yeah. And it's not as though the Hollywood pimp (laughs) just, I, that word. I know. It's not the Hollywood pimp or madam is something new. No. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. go back to the beginning of Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what was uh, Judy Garland's mother's name? Uh, Mrs. Gum. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy Gum. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't actually know. Ethel. Yeah, yeah. Ethel. Ethel. Ethel, Ethel gum. What I'm saying is, you know, um, parents have throughout history uh, profited off of the work of their children. Mm-hmm. And somehow, because we live in the magical fantasy land of the United States, we treat child labor through Hollywood as a, you know, laudable goal mm-hmm. versus, you know, exploitation of you know, a non-fully formed human being. Well, Mm -hmm. and children who were working in Hollywood in the early days, there was legislation that had to be passed because parents would squander the fortunes of their children and or other things. Please see and Google the name Jackie Coogan for more information Mm -hmm. on that. Well, and so here's the thing, like, right? Like, so a lot of people would say, I'm sorry, we're totally off topic now, but not really. But, like, that makes me just think, like, yeah, so now Hollywood, like, on a TV show kids that kids are on, it's very healthy, right? Because there are all these systems in place to, like, to right. make sure they're getting educated, like, all those things, right? Or a movie, what have you. Lots of strict rules. But that's not what the Kardashians are. I mean, they are on TV now. But, like, think about people on TikTok, people on Instagram, people on YouTube. Think of the, you know, screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, A child person um, with big ponytails. Her name is Jojo Siwa. There's very little regulation around that kind of a formula, Mm -hmm. right? There's no regulation. Yes. Yes. No, that's 100% true. And Yeah. Go ahead, Holly. I was just going to say, thank you so much for bringing this up. Having conversation off the air about this, thinking about influencer, influencer families Mm -hmm. who put their children out there and then sell their Instagram for paid sponsorship. Now, if you're using the likeness of your own children to sell fabric softener, where are the rights of the child in all of this? Uh, right. There's to your point, Bradley, I believe there is no legal legislation like there is in Hollywood to protect children from this. Right. Right. Because there's not like an influencers union or anything like yeah. that. Exactly. Well, and, and again, back to the Kardashians, they almost give permission to that kind of behavior in the sense that, um, you know, they they rose to fame in an unconventional way. They did not get where they are because of their acting talent or their modeling prowess. You know, it, it with the exception of uh, Kendall Jenner, she's the only one. 
with an actual legitimate modeling career, and that happened after they had their reality show. So what ends up happening in the minds of people who are influencers is they look to the Kardashians as sort of a template for how you can have that, uh, have everything. And how do you separate work from uh, life when your life is your work? Mm -mm. And I don't just mean like, I mean, anybody who has a public-facing career kind of has that, uh, characteristic of of and that's just it is what it is but a Kardashian is solely the work of a Kardashian is solely their life mm-hmm. so like and like all the people in their life has to be good with that and a part right. of that right like well, there's no you, escaping it and then you start to see why they cycle through their friendships in the way that they do or like romantic relationships right and I'm putting that in loose quotes because when they can no longer serve the narrative or prop up the uh, image that the Kardashians have created, then they have to dispose of them mm-hmm. in one way or another. And, you know, back, circling back around, Kanye West is no longer serving the Kardashian brand. And so maybe maybe it's Kim that has made the choice. But it very well could be, like so many things, that her family has influenced that choice. Mm-hmm. Because he he's not doing for the brand what they need. That's just gross. That's how we go deep in the shallow on the Colleen and Bradley yeah, show. Yeah, or for all we know, uh, Kanye West is like, you people are crazy. I'm out. That's true. Like, I want away from this. This is not good for my creativity. It's not good for who I am. I do not live and work the way you people do. And all the best to you. But the only way I can be me is to get out from under your... And then the problem of that is that the Kardashians are the louder Well, yeah, they're never going to... They they would never allow that narrative to come out because that would harm their bottom line. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello, and these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places like Suffolk, Virginia. I wouldn't normally pronounce Suffolk, Virginia that way, but because we're on the radio, I, I can't say it the way I want to. I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mouth just won't say that word. Okay. I want to tell you about a guy named John Blount Jr. Okay. Not What's senior. Junior. Mm. What did he get up to? Well, he was in jail. Already. Already in jail. So we begin this story in jail. Yeah. So it's not the fact that he's in prison uh, or the way that he got to prison that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. It's what he did while he was in prison that got him crazy, stupid, idiot status. And you got to really do something dumb to earn CSI status yeah. from behind in bars. prison. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But what can you do in prison? 
Well, I mean, you can try to smuggle samosas in your Batuski. Yeah. He did not try to put a snack item in his posterior. In nature's microwave. Yeah. Is that a microwave? I mean, you know, that's what we decided because it keeps, it warms it up. Oh, I guess it is heated by natural gas. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, in fact, it's actually kind of, it's along that route. So, like, I will say it's like a a long walk off a short pier from uh, samosas getting warmed in your butt. Okay. So we're not far away, but it wasn't, he didn't put something in his butt. Oh, did something come out of his butt? <gasps> Poo. He pooed. Yeah, well, that's usually what comes out of your butt, honey. <laughs> you know, I guess unless you're hiding something up there and it's unless time. Unless there was a samosa, then <laughs> it's a samosa. Yeah. Uh, this was some samosa. <laughs> what? This was something more than a samosa, oh, is what gotcha. I'm saying. Um, from WAVY, otherwise known as Wavy, we learn that Mr. John Blount Jr. Uh, removed uh, some schmeeces from oh, his geez. behind. Like he removed it. That, to me, indicates that there was some manual experience happening. Well, no, I mean, no, I think it was more like a nature's call. Oh, okay. um, but then he, he, I was just trying to be kind. Like, he removed the schmeeces, okay. and then he did something with it. It's what he did with it that earned him crazy stupid idiot status. Would you like to know? He left it like a gift in his roommate's bed. No. No, in fact, he was very active with it. Uh, He decided to use it as a weapon. I mean, you kind of like shape it like Play-Doh and (laughs) throw it in like nunchucks or something? Stuck it in the freezer and then... No. That's a lot of thought. No. He threw it at one of the jail supervisors. What? When will people learn that you don't throw your poo? Yes. Well, also, if you're going to throw poo at someone in prison, why, like, the prison guards? Because I just feel like that's not going to end well. No. Because they have, you know, like, they have the ability to sort of make your life more difficult, right? Right. And in this case, the more difficult thing was that he's now facing a felony charge because throwing schmeeces at a supervisor in prison is a felony. Mm. Keep your poo to yourself. Yes. Or if you're going to throw something, I don't know. Throw compliments. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's a like successories. If you're going to throw something, <laughs> throw compliments. Not your own human waste. Wow. Thank you, Jack Handy. Put that on a card. Mm, nice. Where do you want to go next? Uh, we're going to go to Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Bradley, you had a weird dream yesterday. I did. Yeah. Where you thought something was chasing you. Oh, it was creepy. This monster was chasing me. I slammed the door, but in the process of slamming the door, trying to, because I woke up right as I was about to, the thing was going to jump at me, but I closed it. But I was really just trying to knock over my end or my night table, nightstand. I think it's, you know, safe to say that sometimes dreams feel very realistic, right? Oh, Right. My goats. So here's what happened. 33-year-old Lindsay Stevens from Mosel, Mississippi had a dream that her husband cheated on her. Mm. And apparently she thought that it actually happened because the dream felt so real. Dreams can feel real, man. And so she took care of business. Oh. She grabbed a knife and stabbed her husband 
for dream cheating on her while he was sleeping. She stabbed him? She stabbed him. Oh, that's like a, of a nightmare on Elm Street. Uh-huh. He needed surgery. Well, no, it would have been in her dream. If she was in the dream and stabbed him and had actually stabbed him, that uh-huh. would be totally Freddy Krueger. Very. This is very different. He needed surgery. He's going to be okay. She was arrested for aggravated domestic assault. My God. This kind of stuff happens, though. Like, my husband has had dreams. He used to do this, actually, with some frequency, where he would, like, have a dream that we got into an argument, and then he'd sleep, turn off, like, my alarm so that I wouldn't wake up on time and I'd oversleep. Oh, my God. It happened, actually, a couple times. And the next morning, I was like, my alarm never went off. And he's like, oh, that thing happened where I had that dream that, like, we got into an argument and I spitefully turned off your alarm. My God, that's crazy. Well, it's a good thing he didn't spitefully try to stab you. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, so there you go. That would be horrible. It happens. I mean, I don't know that like I don't know that stabbings happen often because of dream cheating. I but. used to be afraid because I used to sleepwalk um, when I was a kid and well into my teens um, that I was going to be like because that was also the time when there was this rash of like people just doing horrible things in their sleep mm-hmm. uh, or like walking out into traffic and things, and so I was constantly paranoid that I was going to, you know, mm-hmm. like I don't know, do something criminal, do something criminal. In your uh, sleep. You know, like tonight on 2020, uh, Barbara McCracken woke up next to her bloody husband. Do you remember that there was like a period of time? It's very, it reminds me very similarly to how there was like a month where we talked about bath salts all the time. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, it was like months. Yeah. But, but do you remember that period of time when we had those same conversations about Ambien? Do you remember like mm-hmm. every single night there would be another story on the news about some dumb thing somebody did because they were on ambien yeah woman drives across town and knits a scarf yeah because she was on ambien totally unaware do people not take ambien anymore or does that stuff not happen anymore because we never hear about that anymore yeah I know that's all. That's all. Know. That was my deep thought. Thank that's you. that I will tell you much like uh I like Nancy Reagan kept me away from cocaine. I always stayed away from sleeping pills because I always thought just like if you take one snort of cocaine you're going to have a heart attack mm-hmm. or your heart will blow up yeah. or something from all the the counter programming we got as kids. If you take one Ambien you're one Ambien, driving I'm to the gonna grocery store and literally eating... drive to Cincinnati and, you know, <laughs> eat ice cream <laughs> on the floor of a Walmart. Yes. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> and then wake up and be like, I don't know where I am. Oh, look at that! My microphone started working again. Did you hit it? No, I just talked loudly for a second. Oh, okay. All Weird. Right. Okay. Technical oh, we're learning. We're learning how to fix our own things. All right. Where are we going next, trainer? Uh, we are going to Indian River County, which I believe is uh, in Florida. So. I want to tell you about a 28-year-old who was arrested recently for doing something behind the wheel that earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. I say he. I think it's a man. Yeah, it's a man. Um, I don't have a name, though. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, it was about 3.47 in the a.m. on Mm. December 20th Mm -hmm. when an Indian River County Sheriff's deputy was called to a McDonald's in the 700 block of South US 1 for something suspicious. Um, did the guy just walk through the drive-thru because you're not supposed to do that? 
Good question. No, the suspicious thing was the suspicious vehicle. So he was actually in a vehicle. Oh, okay. Uh, Do you want to guess what was suspicious in the vehicle Mm. at the McDonald's drive-thru at 3.47 a.m.? So... There, the guy had one of those mannequin things in his trunk where the like legs hang out, and they think it's a joke, but other people think it's real. Yes, except it was actually legs. Lie, you're lying. No, I'm totally to me. lying. <laughs> no, in fact, they spotted uh, a deputy spied a man when he pulled up in a Ford pickup that was parked in the outside drive-through lane. Mm. It was weird. Because um, you don't usually like park not in the drive in the drive through lane, right? You Maybe he had a really big order. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 that happens. But this guy was full on asleep behind the wheel. Ooh, that's not yeah. not advice. He was not only asleep; he was snoring so loudly that the deputy could hear him as he approached the vehicle. Ooh, that's embarrassing. Um. According to the Mayo Clinic website, snoring is the hoarse or harsh sound that occurs when air flows past relaxed tissues in your throat. Thank you for that journey. I know. The article was very kind to put that in there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he was sleeping in the drive-thru. <laughs> so they go on to say the man seemed to be sleeping in the drive-thru as opposed to sleeping with the enemy, which is a 1991 <laughs> movie starring Julia Roberts. That movie oh. is scary, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they woke him up, asked him for his license. He didn't have it, and uh, he smelled of booze, and his speech was Okay, slower. there we go. There we go. Ding, ding. Thank you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know if I should read this email. Uh-oh. Should I? Holly's giving me well, the I mean, questionable yeah, nod. You can keep it anonymous, I suppose. We got an yeah. email from a person who ha- has worked in a... A correctional institution who says the CSI about the poo throwing is not a rare occurrence. <gasps> what? Yeah. Uh, there is a, a way that they prepare this particular thing and they call it a correctional cocktail. She said, I had several thrown at me. Never hit though. Oh my God, that's a thing? Apparently, it's definitely a thing. Oh, just one more reason to just... I don't Mind know. your P's and Q's? Otherwise, you're going to be minding your P's and poos. Or apparently minding someone else's P's and poos. When we come back on wow. the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We'll do just that Live? after this on My Talk 1071.